You know, people go funny as a heart attack. Like as a like as a I joke. I think it's serious as a heart attack. <laughs> Welcome to We Want Answers, where we find the internet's most thrilling questions and useless answers. I'm Liz. And I am Carolyn. And this week's theme, as you may have seen from the title, is amusement parks. We're talking Disney. We're talking Universal Studios. Six Flags. Six Flags. Harry Potter's World. World. And <laughs> Whoa, that's me on a roller coaster and everything in between. That was that was great. You know, I feel like we're doing all these topics of things that like we can't enjoy right now, but we will be able to at some point when all this crazy COVID stuff we is look finally back with, over with fond memories and nostalgia. That is true. That is true. We love roller coasters. I like wooden ones. I guess I, I'll do the ones that go upside down, but I love the upside down ones. I like the wooden ones too. They're a little sketchy, but like in a fun way. I really like, let's see, what are my favorites? So there's the California Screamin' at California Adventure in Disney. Mm-hmm. I could go on that a million times. It's so fun. There's Medusa. That was my first roller coaster. Medusa? Yeah. At Six Flags Magic Kingdom? No, no. <laughs> no, Dis- uh, Six Flags Discovery Kingdom yeah, in right. Vallejo, California. Medusa is the best. It's super smooth and the perfect speed and it's just so fun. I could go on that a million times, but we went on that scary Joker one. Oh, fuck that. At six flags. And it was terrible. It was jerky, <laughs> weirdly way too fast. I don't even remember if it went upside down, but I hated it. And I really liked the, it was the worst, but I got off that and I was like, I absolutely hated every moment of that experience. It was kind of like that goofy one at Disneyland. There's like nothing on the side. You're just like on this cart and it's just going around super sharp, sharp turns and you're like really high up. It was awful. That's scary. And then didn't we go on the Kong, the top oh, gun yeah. one where your legs are dangling? The last time I went on it was a really long time ago and it was nice and fun. But this now it's all old and falling apart and nasty. And there's no real padding for your head so <laughs> I remember that you're going on this ride <laughs> it and was like beating the shit out of yeah my it was head. like someone punching your head on the right side <laughs> and then punching your head on the left side over and over for like two minutes you got off and you're like I think I have a legit concussion <laughs> yeah I don't at some of these places I just don't know how they're allowed to function the Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk the Giant Dipper. I love that roller coaster. That's got to be in my top, I don't know, five. Is that a wooden one? Yeah. And it's the one that's like over on the far side? It's like the the big attraction. Okay. Yeah. Remember when we got stuck on Indiana Jones, Indiana Jones at Disneyland and it broke down like 500 times and we just had to <laughs> sit there and we're like, In okay. like a dark cave. Yeah. And finally they like made us get off and we had to like walk through the back that was really weird there were like lockers and shit i was like you know this is really ruining the magic it's taking away the mystique and the the fun i in general i just really enjoyed california adventure Adventure far more than disneyland which is now just very old disney stuff which is like there's a room for the classic and you know it's nice but 
it varies for me from trip to trip. And I've only been there like three times now. And that's since I was 24. I never went until I was 24 years old because mom decided to go when she was pregnant with me, which you're not really supposed to do. Mom, I know we've discussed this, but you're not supposed to go on roller coasters while you're pregnant. And that's probably why Carolyn is a little, well, special. (laughs) I am. There is something a little wrong with me. But I'm the first pancake, so... I'm all fucked up. Yeah. Well, apparently you wouldn't even share your drink with her when she was. Oh, yeah. When we went to Disneyland and I was like <laughs> four or something or sit five, I, I didn't want to share germs with my mom. And she was pre- pregnant with my sister and I wouldn't let her drink out of my drink. I think of that to this day and I feel like an <laughs> asshole. I don't remember it at all, but I feel like an oh, asshole. Oh, she does. She for sure remembers it. I know. But she, she was an absolute champ going to Disneyland with me when I was 24 and she went on all the rides with me, which is incredible considering she has like chronic pain. Yeah. So that absolutely made it up to me and more, not like she owed it to me, but yeah, that was, that was just really sweet of her. Good job, mom. Thanks mom. Thanks mom. Speaking of Disneyland, I have to say it was really hard to find non Disneyland questions for a lot of this stuff. There was a lot of Disney. I do agree. Yeah, I guess because Disney is the standard for a lot of people. Everything else is like, is this better than Disneyland or is how does it compare, you know? Yeah, there were a lot of roller coaster enthusiasts. Roller coaster? Roller coaster enthusiasts as well <laughs> as Disney enthusiasts. On that note, why don't you kick us off, Carolyn? I will. I've got a doozy to kick us off. On. Oh, I'm very excited. Question. Where can I have sex in Disneyland? Um, okay. (laughs) I'm going to Disneyland with my girlfriend soon, and I'm trying to figure out, in case it gets intense too quickly, where can we have sex in the park? Thanks in advance. Ew. What does that mean? I don't know. Things just heat up really quickly when you're on the fucking Peter Pan ride. You got to find a place, I guess. Oh, my God. Grow up. Just Just go home (laughs) and do it like normal people. Okay, first answer. Well, any interior space is out. They've got them totally covered with cameras. Your best bet would be in the bushes by the Wild West Barbecue on the path between Fantasyland and Adventureland. You might be able to find a private spot somewhere on Tom Sawyer Island. That's all I can think of. Really, the surveillance in that place is almost complete. Wait, if you can swing the bucks for the fantasy suite in the castle... A pricey solution, but technically it's in the park. And it, oh, fuck, it's pricey. Actually, I tried to look it up before recording because I wanted to know, like, how much does it actually cost? It's actually called the Dream Suite, I think, that's in the Cinderella Castle. You cannot pay any amount to stay in it. You have to, like, basically be gifted or invited or win something to stay there. Whoa, really? Yeah, it's like super, super exclusive. They don't just let anybody stay there. They've like received bribes up to like $40,000 and people, they won't take it. Though I did read as of, I don't know when it was, 2017 or something, that there's a $15,000 experience that you can have dinner and stay there, I think. But I don't think it's something that you can just reserve on the fly. 
So, yeah. And I have heard, I did read some stories of people saying like, can you spend the night in Disneyland? And they were like, no, they like, they turn on all the lights and all the night workers come in. Oh yeah. It was like, is, are there, is there a place you can hide where you can like. Yeah. And they said somebody tried to hide on like Tom Sawyer Island, but it was just like pure floodlights. And they're like, "Mm, hiding. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that was um, a person who took the the question seriously and tried to help this. Yeah. Well, I have another answer. Oh, okay. This answer comes from Mrs. Lopez. That is disgusting. I can't believe you would even think that it is okay to do that. There are children everywhere and a sense of innocence that you would be tearing to shreds. I hope you try it and get caught and go to jail and have to register as a sex offender forever, you prevert. (laughs) She wants them to do it. She's like, do it. You go to jail, you prevert. Do it and you get caught. Mrs. Lopez is a little uptight. She's trying to protect the innocent. She's a little uptight. And, And Disneyland is about innocence. I think we all can agree on that. Look, they serve alcohol in one place in California Adventure at night at the World of Color. It's not all innocent. It, get, it gets a little <laughs> gets saucy, a little. you could say. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a margarita shack or something, and the line is like way too long, and it's way too expensive. Yeah, and then you get the one drink, and I think this show started like five hours later or something. We <laughs> were like, God. Ugh. Anyway. Anyway, my first question is, what was the worst theme park you ever visited? <laughs> I'm rubbing my hands together because I want to know. Yeah, we know because you hit your microphone, so we heard that. I didn't. I did not. It didn't happen. That was you. Answer. Sorry to all you Disney lovers out there, but Disney in Orlando was one big bust for me and my family. Nothing against Disney per se. It was just one big fail after another all day long. My kids were definitely too young to be there, two-ish and four-ish, but that has nothing to do with the story. We went because we got a good deal and figured, why not? First of all, and my memory may be a bit spotty, You can take a ferry or a train slash tram to the park. We chose the ferry, waited and waited. Finally got to the front of the line. The ferry pulls in and, sorry, out of service. So we turn around and go to the train. And of course, we're now back in the back of the line. Wait, wait, wait. Finally get on the train. Wait online to enter the park. We're finally in. We need a double stroller. So I get on the stroller rental line. Waiting, waiting. An employee was moving along the line, taking everybody's orders in order to speed things up. He got to me and I said, I'd like a double stroller. He stares and replies, what's the magic word? With my God. With a very. Who's your favorite possum? (laughs) With a very smarmy smile. I'm truly stumped. Mickey? Minnie? Dumbo? (laughs) He writes slowly on his ticket book. P-L-E-A-S-E. And sticks it in my face. That's his please. She kind of deserved that. 
Okay, I fucking erupted. I very quietly said to him, this is the fourth line I'm waiting on today. I am paying Disney to rent a stroller. Just give me the fucking stroller without fucking attitude. Okay, ass face. Oh my God. So I got the stroller. (laughs) My son and I waited on lines for two different rides that when we neared the front of the line broke and we were told we can wait for them to be fixed or not. No estimate of how long the wait would be. We had lunch with Winnie the Pooh and left. Back to the hotel pool where we all had a blast. No lines to wait on was broken. That was over 20 years ago. We've never gone back to Disney. I can't believe that so many things could malfunction in one day. And I really hated that mofo that was trying to teach me manners. Fuck him. That's it? That's why Disney World is the worst amusement park? Lines and things breaking down. like Because she took the ferry and then had to switch to the train. And then she was like a total bitch to this guy when she was trying to get a He did ask what the magic word is, which is kind of annoying. But otherwise, if you don't like lines and things breaking down and you go to Disney, you're going to have a bad time. You are. I've tried to go on Splash Mountain every time. And, and it's always broken. still never been on it. Yeah. <laughs> but there's plenty of other rides. Get a fast pass. Clearly, this lady didn't do her research. Yeah. I don't understand how people. I mean, I know people do it. Like, I'm sure there are people maybe perhaps listening, maybe that go to Disney World or Disney, any Disney or amusement park with their children, young children. I just, I couldn't, it looks like well, a that's nightmare. Supposed to be the point. It's supposed to be for children, right? But yeah, it, but at like a two-year-old, you, they're not even going to remember that. And a four-year-old, maybe that will be like their first memory. Maybe. It's just, there. there's so many people when we went like a four years ago or so on my 34th birthday or whatever it was. <laughs> which was a blast, by the way. I highly recommend going to Disneyland as an adult and doing whatever you want. There, at Disneyland, at least, there were children everywhere. Everywhere. And... Was that upsetting to you? Yes. (laughs) How dare children be at Disneyland on my birthday? And also, it was just hot. And there were too many freaking people and too many children. Maybe I shouldn't go to Disneyland if I don't want to be around. (laughs) Yeah, for real. But I must say the day before, I think was a Friday and we went to California Adventure and it wasn't as busy. I remember we could go on California Screaming like a bunch of times. Yeah. And everyone there saw my birthday pin and was yelling happy birthday to me. That is the the great thing about Disneyland. And I will say like, sure, there's a lot of fucked up things about Disney, but they know how to design an amazing amusement park. There's no trash anywhere. You're going to be, if you wear one of those buttons, everybody is going to be like so sweet to you and like come up to you. And didn't people sing you happy birthday too? Like during one of the parades or something? No, it was a, there was a parade happening and one of the princesses was on the float that was going by and we weren't even that close to it, but she saw my pin from far away and she's like, happy birthday. (laughs) And I interrupted her song to say that. And I looked over and she was looking at me and I was like, See, that's the thing. It's supposed to make you feel. I loved that. Amazing. But then we went to Disneyland the next day, like a third or less of the people said it. So I was like, fuck this place. (laughs) You guys are all dicks. Yeah. But yeah, taking your 
well, take your young kids. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm weird. I'm weird about that. Take your kids. That's fine. Getting mad about lines and things breaking. Just, ugh, it's going to happen. That's what Disney's about. It seems like she gets upset about a lot of small things. Yeah. Which family vacations are stressful. I get it. Definitely. Yeah, that's, that sounds exhausting. But if you're doing the Disney World trip, which I have never done, but I know that it's a huge production, you got to be prepared for you got to do your research yeah you got to prepare for things to happen and they're they're especially i mean we've never been to disney world but apparently it's like massive it is like the size of probably the town we grew up in if not bigger and you can't like hit it all in one day you got to have a plan you got to say this day we're going to hit this place and this other day we're going to go here and yeah i just don't think this lady did her research she didn't have a plan anyway let's pivot from Disneyland. Pivot. Question. Where to download SeaWorld Shamu Believe Show soundtrack? Whoa. Can anyone provide me a link? Thanks in advance. Believe Show soundtrack. There were a lot of questions about how to get this music. Really? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Anonymous answers. Shamu was a boy. The woman at the gift shop lied to you. Shamu died in 1971. No orca in captivity can live for 37 years. Also, Shamu lived in SeaWorld San Diego, not Orlando. All of the orcas there have individual names, but for shows they call them Shamu, Namu, Ramu, and I think he's called this, Shamu Jr., SeaWorld has owned 28 orcas in total over the years. The original Shamu is definitely not alive anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have to say that whales in captivity makes me sad. It does. And this in no way addressed the question. The question. But I got to say, I am happier, happy that Shamu is in a happier place, which is not at SeaWorld and dead. <laughs> I don't know if any of you guys out there have seen that South Park where they're trying to like save the whale and they fly it to the moon and then the end credits is just this dead whale on the moon. It's fucking like so bad and so funny. Anyway, I'm intrigued about this soundtrack though. Is it not on Spotify? I don't know. A lot of people were like, oh, you can buy the soundtrack here. You can, I don't know. But some people were like, no, it's impossible to get that. This music, I bet it's really, like, inspiring music. Oh, it has to be. Hell I mean, it's called the Believe Show. The Shamu Believe Show. So, did you go through the answer? Was there anyone who knew? No. I mean, I don't know. If if they did, I deleted it. All right. Well, now I'm thinking of dead whales. So, thanks, Carolyn. Think about orcas that have been Think about Free Willy. Think about Willie. His name is not Free Willie. Think about Willie. He's probably dead by now because that movie was a long time ago. Oh, I thought you were talking about Willie, our dog. No, I'm talking about Free Willie the movie. Oh, yeah, he did. He did. (laughs) He real (laughs) did. (laughs) Whoops, sorry, I hit the mic. Okay, well, I guess it's my turn. My question is not about whales. Question. Psychopaths, what do you do on roller coasters? (laughs) I think I saw another version of this was, is it normal for me to not scream? 
on roller coaster. <laughs> what do you do? You just sit there and you're like, yeah, like not screaming. And then there were ones that were like, is it normal for me to like not put my arms up? <laughs> is there something wrong with me that I don't put my arms up? or scream? You're just like, <laughs> the scream thing is a little weird, but the arms thing sometimes. I get the really bad stomach flip thing and sometimes putting my arms up I only up do the arm worse. thing because other people are doing it. Wow, Carolyn, if they jumped <laughs> off a bridge. <laughs> yeah. Your, my, your, your answer is yes, I probably would. Anyway, psychopaths, what do you do on roller coasters? The answer is from Harvey Alexander. His LSRP score is primary 4.9, secondary 4.0. Now, you probably don't know what this means and I didn't either. The LSRP is the Levinson Self-Report Psychopathy, Psychopathy. Psychopathy Scale. The primary refers to individuals who are completely rational, lack anxiety, and have high levels of interpersonal charm. Secondary is more likely to suffer from intense emotional arousal and psychological issues, more prone to participate in drug abuse, suicide, and interpersonal personal aggression. So I took this test. And it was like I had a one on both of them. And it's a scale from one to five. So this person has a 4.9 on the primary and a four on the secondary. So apparently they are a self-reported psychopath. Yeah, pretty solid, solid score for yep. a psychopath. Yep. I want to take this test and I want John to take this test. I want John. John, you got to take the, we know you're a psychopath. We do. With your, your fucking fancy, like nice, handsome face and your weird He's too charismatic. You're too it charismatic. Makes me very suspicious. And you wear flip flops with your on cold nights. Like something's wrong. Something. And sometimes off. you give me a really murdery look if I get the question <laughs> wrong at trivia. And I, in those moments, I am sure of it. Yeah. I'm sure you get a five on both of these. Anyway, Harvey's out. Al, Harvey Alexander's answer is, "Oh man, roller coasters are awesome." I've loved them since I was a small child. I don't do the whole... When he was torturing animals? When he was killing animals, obviously. I don't do the whole screaming hands in the air thing. I just grin, chuckle before the drop when you hear the guy behind you mutter that, oh shit. It's great. I don't experience the fear some people have about how high it goes, nor how it doesn't seem safe. It's so old. I don't care. My favorite moment was when a woman said in those moments before the biggest drop on the coaster at Disneyland, where we just slowly crept up before the drop. Oh, fuck. I regret my life choices. Oh, God. No, 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 no. That's a lot to say before the coaster drop. And then we dropped and it was just straight screaming from her. That was quite amusing. <laughs> wow. What a sicko. So this is one of those guys, indeed, that does not Yeah, scream, he doesn't scream, nor, nor does, he, does put he put his, his hands up. in the air. Yeah. He just grins and chuckles. Yeah, I would be a little fucking freaked out if I w was next to that guy. Dude, what if you were next? What if you were next to John <laughs> on a on a roller coaster and he's just staring with his like blue eyes and he's just like not smiling or oh no, he has a creepy grin. And he's not screaming or putting his hands up. And I would just be like, 
get me the fuck away. Yeah, I would just jump out of the. But I feel like so you're not usually paying attention to the person next to you unless it's like somebody you know, and you're like, oh shit, we're about to do. But afterwards, you see the picture. The picture. And what if they had a knife in their hand? (laughs) A knife. Psychopaths have knives, right? Yeah, all of them do. Oh, that was interesting. Yeah. So yeah, if you want, if you're interested in taking the the Levinson self-report psychopathy scale, it's LSRP. Just look that up on your preferred search engine. Question. How many children go missing from Disneyland each year? Oh no. This was answered by Toshiro Hiroyuki, who studied at Carlsbad High School. Shout out to Carlsbad? I guess. Answer. Uncounted children go missing each year all around the world. Disneyland is a very suspicious one because a lot of their movies have sexual allegory messages like Pirates at World's End referencing Kara Knightley taking a long rifle out one of her genitals, taking, (laughs) taking a long rifle out one of her genitals. And there's plenty of more to support to child creepy Disney, but I won't go on since most people only trust what their government tells them and what they hear on the news. They believe yet they're unaware USA government is a government that hides truths of things. And instead the government supports, denies and owns the sick companies in the world, such as Disney to some, this is a theory, but for my group, it's been proven. Oh, I don't like it. No, leave Kara Knightley out of this. What the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> he or she or or them. What are they talking about? Taking a gun out of her genitals. I don't know. It's an allegory. I think person that answered this that you need. Somebody has clearly like taught this person that Disney is evil. Sounds like a red pillar. Yeah, probably. That's. Move on. Brighten things up a little bit here. (laughs) Sorry about that. Question. Have you ever met a jerk cast member in Walt Disney World? This answer is from Sexy Mama of Two Cuties. Answer. My brother's girlfriend went with her niece and two nephews, and there was Pooh Bear in the restaurant that was supposed to do the meet and greet with other characters. And he was rude and walked right by her like he did not even hear her, but did. Then she saw Pooh Bear again about 10 minutes later and Pooh Bear put his hand up as if to say, leave me alone. All she wanted was a pic of Pooh Bear with her niece who wanted to meet Pooh Bear. When she left to go back home to Massachusetts, her niece said Pooh Bear was mean. I do not like him anymore. I am here for sassy Pooh Bear. Can you imagine Pooh Bear being a dick? Yes, actually. And I kind of love it with his because you and I do have an aversion to individuals who wear shirts with nothing else on. No pants. Shirts and no pants. No shirt, no not pants. natural. And if you undress that way too, then you should take that. What's the test? L. SP LSRP. Yeah, because you're a psychopath. Okay. It goes shirt, shirt, pants, pants, 
bra, bra if you wear one, and then underwear. underwear. Oh, and the socks come off first. That's right. That's right. That's the only answer. So imagine Pooh Bear. By the way, this person said Pooh Bear like twice in every <laughs> sentence. Like, yeah, we, we got it. Maybe they were a little overzealous and Pooh Bear could sense that. And he was like. And he put his hand. Yeah, he put his, his hand up or his paw and he's just like, okay, please. I feel that. No autographs. I feel that in my soul. And I, you know, this might be the exception where I can relate to this Pooh Bear with no pants. I didn't really realize that Pooh was Disney. I don't know what I would think he he was from. I think maybe he wasn't initially, and then he got like purchased. He came part of the. Uh, he sold out. He, he fucking sold, sold out. out. Yeah, but well, I mean, he had lunch with that bitchy lady from the other question. So that's true. He's maybe he had just maybe this all happened on one day, <laughs> and he was just like, "Damn, dude." He's like, "I'm done with this shit. I'm just gonna go." Put some pants on. <laughs> like his, his at the end of the day. Yeah, he puts pants on. He takes his of, shirt off and he, he puts, puts pants, pants on. on. <laughs> He's like, I gotta get out of my work clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Accurate. Oh, yeah, that is yeah. accepted into my head canon about Winnie the Pooh. All right. It's your turn. Okay. Are you ready for this one? It's mm-hmm. a little longer. Okay. Question. What amusement park ride has the highest death rate? And how can I raise my chances of perishing on the said ride? Okay, I read this question and I didn't I didn't put any of those questions on my list because I was like, wow, that's fucking depressing. Sorry. But anything reason. that has to do with death and murder, Carolyn <laughs> is like the first person to sign up. I'm very attracted to this question. Yeah. Just because I like that he's keeping it real and he's like, and he's suicidal. Well, no. What if he just wants to die in the most amazing way and he really loves roller coasters and he's like, how can I die on a roller coaster? With like a bunch of other people there that he's going to permanently traumatize? Should I not read the answer to this? I mean, we've gone this far. Okay. Answer from Dave Hardison, who studied accounting and economics. It is hard to say because that is not something people keep track of. And even if they do, by the time a handful of people get killed on a ride, the government will usually close the ride down. You know how the government comes in and they close the rides down. Oh, it's definitely the government every time. Yeah. If you want to die from a heart attack, I recommend Kingda Ka in New Jersey or Formula Rasa in the United Arab Emirates. King Daka accelerates from zero to about 120 miles per hour in 3.5 seconds and is still one of the tallest and fastest roller coasters in the world. I actually saw a lot of questions about that roller coaster. Formula Rasa reaches nearly 150 miles per hour and pulls 4.8 G at one point in the ride. Jesus, that's a lot. That's scary. If you want to increase your chance of heart failure during the ride, then I recommend starting a few years early and eating a steady diet of fried foods and sugary soft drinks. Plus, take about 10 ibuprofen every day when you have a headache or not. If you eat that diet, though, the headache is a pretty good bet. After a few years of that diet, your heart will be in such bad shape that walking from the car to the amusement park entrance will leave you out of breath. The ride itself will be very unpleasant. A word of caution, the human heart 
is much more sturdy than some people think and can survive a remarkable amount of abuse. Instead of killing you, the heart attack might just be extremely painful. I can tell you from experience that a heart attack can be so painful that you forget where you are and what you are doing. Imagine the worst muscle cramp you ever had in your life, except in your leg, where you can rub it or stretch it. It is in your chest, reaching up into your left shoulder and jaw. And the pain medicine they give you does absolutely nothing. This is a really interesting description of a heart attack i think because i never heard what it's like yeah you don't seem to be enjoying this this. (laughs) as much as i am okay i would also caution you that amusement parks have a pretty good doctor standing by and you would be surprised how good they are at saving people's lives regardless of how clogged their arteries if you were hoping for a more direct approach then i have some other sad news for you most amusement park rides these days have cameras Cameras are cheap enough that even carnivals have them. So if someone jumps off a ride, then the park will be able to prove in court that it was your fault and not theirs. Choosing an amusement park for a suicide is just a strange way to ruin everyone else's day off, not a way to make your descendants wealthy. This is not to say that I can recommend any other better methods of suicide, but I do agree that everyone should have that right. I am told that when doctors decide to sign up for early checkout, they usually poison themselves. Okay. Well, we now know how it feels to get a heart attack and to hasten your demise. And that amusement parks are just not a a great place to accomplish that. Yeah. I'm (laughs) sorry for this downer. That was depressing. I wouldn't think of that's not where I would think to to make that. I happen. guess I guess like the optimist in me was thinking this is more of like a quote unquote fun hypothetical question. <laughs> I like how but, your laptop highlighted the word <laughs> unpleasant and then gave you the dictionary <laughs> definition. I think it's a sign. This is a brand new laptop and I'm <laughs> I'm still learning how to use it. So I keep clicking on random things. <laughs> okay let's move on i want to die now moving on (laughs) my next question is what is the most embarrassing thing you've seen someone do at an amusement park answer when i was 14 one of my best friends pooped his pants at six flags (laughs) it was inexplicable in that there were plenty of bathrooms available it was also very embarrassing not just for him but for me, because he smelled so badly, I was sure everyone would think it was me. We'd been there only And for- it was his friend. We just need to be clear. It was his friend that this happened to. That's what he says. All right. We'd been there only for a couple of hours when I noticed he smelled funny. We were waiting in line to get a lemonade. I remember wondering if there was a baby around because it smelled like a dirty diaper. Then the smell got stronger. I made a comment to my friend, I'll call him Chris, about something smelling like shit, but he said he didn't smell anything. I realized the smell was coming from him when he was ordering his lemonade. Both hands were in his pockets, trying to find his money, so the fabric on the back of his shorts was pulled tighter around his butt. It was very obvious what he'd done because there was this semi-round bulge just hanging there underneath him. I felt a crazy pang of embarrassment when I saw it. It was a shock, to say the least. 
I ordered my lemonade in a weird daze with Chris standing right next to me. Whoa, he's suddenly naming him? Well, That's not cool. he said he would call him Chris earlier on. Oh. So you're clearly Sorry. not listening to me. I am. I found an empty bench in the shade and sat down to drink. Chris didn't sit down next to me. I, <laughs> I asked him if he'd shit his pants. He said he hadn't, but his eyes said differently because he wouldn't look directly at me. <laughs> I told him we should find a bathroom and he ignored me. It felt like I was babysitting a little kid, not like I was hanging out with one of my best friends. I decided that if he wasn't going to admit to it, then why bother ruining the day by challenging him? So I let it go. After two roller coaster rides, I couldn't stand it anymore. The smell was so much worse. His <laughs> butt had started to look a little wet at the bottom. Why is he letting him get on <laughs> roller coasters? He was walking weird, too. I told him I knew he'd shit himself, and it was too weird to pretend he hadn't. His face turned bright red. It looked like he was about to cry. He sheepishly said he needed to use the bathroom and waddled to one nearby. When he came out about 10 minutes later, it was clear I had to call my dad. If he'd tried to clean himself up, it had not been a success. If anything, his shorts looked worse than before. He said he was sorry with tears in his eyes. I told him not to worry. I called my dad and asked him to bring me my backpack with a pair of shorts and some wet wipes. When he asked why, I told him that Chris had pooped his pants. Oh, he sold him out, dude. Dude, this guy is like not a good friend. He should have been like, um, oh, we we got wet or or something. All right, he yeah, sat, and sat he's in also something. just like the way that he's like approaching his friend. He's just like straight up, dude. You shat your pants. I know dude. you shit yourself. <laughs> Come on, have some tact. I turned around to find Chris sitting on a bench looking dejected. I was angry with him, but also felt really bad. I sat down next to him and asked him why he did it. He said he just didn't realize it would be so obvious. Oh my God. I feel so sad for Chris. But the bathrooms are right there, I said. I know, but last time no one even noticed, he said. Last time? You mean this happened before? He nodded his head. A couple times. I honestly didn't think it would be a big deal. I tried to wrap my head around that. Things were better after my dad came with my backpack. Chris was in the bathroom for a half hour, at least. He was a different person when he came out. It was as if the last two hours had never happened. He didn't say a word about it. I never asked what happened to his dirty clothes. We didn't talk about it for the rest of the day, but in the back of my mind, I kept wondering why he'd chosen to do that. In the days that followed, it aided me. I couldn't get it out of my mind. Something about that experience changed me. All that has happened since then in regards to my own lax bathroom habits, I blame on that hot afternoon with Chris at Six Flags in his very smelly shorts. That was a sad story. I mean, I don't know if it was heart attack sad, but... Well, look, I don't, I don't want to make this too dark, but there could be some abuse in this like situation. Oh, like he, he has some, a bathroom, like a hang up or trauma around. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that could be. Could be, but that's. You'd think you would warn your friend it's about this or I don't know. Not, I mean, clearly, clearly they're like super embarrassed about it. And they're like teenagers. I got to say, I did see a lot of questions about 
can I wear adult diapers? Will they stop me from wearing adult diapers or if I have them in my backpack, if I go to an amusement park? So I would hope not. Yeah. I'm like, what do they care? You should be able to wear adult diapers whenever you want for whatever reason. Yeah. Unless you're that like crazy lady who like drove across the country wearing diapers to like stop. Oh, <laughs> what's her name? Is that Jody Arias? No. Oh, did she wear diapers? She did, didn't she? No, I'm thinking there's this lady there was who another, was like stalking was like a, another Wasn't guy. she an astronaut or yes, something? Yes, I knew there was like some kind of astronaut yeah. thing involved. Yeah, that was... That's that one was way nice. to, to hasten your road trip time. Yeah, but do you really just want to be sitting in your own... Filth? If you're really wanting to murder somebody... I guess so. I got no time. I got no time to stop. Well, moral of the story is... Bring a change of underwear and shorts to the park. Moral of the story is don't shit your pants. And if you do that on a regular basis, you either need to be prepared, wear diapers, bring a change of clothes, and probably tell the person that you're with that that might be a possibility. Can you imagine telling anybody that though? No, which is why I would personally be too embarrassed to go into a situation where that might happen. You can't just live your life like that though. No, but I think that if you do live your life in a way where you're going out, then you need to just own it and you need to be like, yeah, I shit my pants sometimes. Okay. (laughs) You need to accept the full package. All right. By the way, we are recording two episodes tonight and this is the second episode we've recorded and both episodes I've had a question and an answer that involved poop. Yeah, so you think I'm seeking out the depressing questions? Well, you're poop seeking is, out the poop questions. Poop is funny. Heart attacks are not. You know, people go, funny is a heart attack. Like as a like as a <laughs> I think joke. it's serious as a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> you are absolutely 100% right. <laughs> You know, I think you just, so, you know, <laughs> I think you just kind of disproved your own point, <laughs> but okay, whatever. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> All right. Question. What is the most terrifying thing you've seen at an amusement park? Jesus, Carolyn. No, you <laughs> don't even know what this is. Okay. Okay. This is answered by Rod Vessels, who says, I'm an old man with a good memory. Nice. Okay. Answer, the most terrifying thing I've seen at an amusement park is loneliness. Oh, no. Quote, research has shown that loneliness is widely prevalent throughout society among people in marriages, relationships, families, veterans, and successful careers. And then he does a full citation. It's from Loneliness, colon, a source book of current theory, research, and therapy. Hmm. In my introverted childhood, I knew what loneliness felt like, and I didn't want any other human being to have to experience it. I wept when I saw a boy riding an amusement ride, the tilt-a-whirl, all alone. I assumed he felt as bad as I did, and I didn't want him to have to feel as I did. Well, that's presumptuous. Terrifying. (laughs) Absolutely terrifying. Is that it? Yeah. Oh. Um, uh, 
I mean, you can't get more terrifying than loneliness. I agree to an extent, but not at an amusement park. Well, maybe he wanted to be on the tilt whirl by himself. Yeah. Maybe he was going there. He was like, dude, I just want a day by myself. I just want to go on the fucking tilt whirl. The fucking tilt whirl. The fucking tilt whirl. And maybe he didn't want somebody being smashed into him every time he. Oh my God. Whenever. Yeah, that happens. Like the scrambler. The scrambler. Yeah. Man. Remember we used to have a carnival that came to our town? Yeah, we did. And now. It's like long gone. Yeah, because that whole area like doesn't exist. It's like a hotel now. Okay, well, that was not as bad, right? Not as bad as not quite as bad as the heart attack one. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that was a little step up. Funny as a heart attack. Funny as a heart attack, you guys. It is. It's a it's a real thing. As of two minutes ago, when I made it up. My final question is. What does Disney do with troublemakers in their theme parks? Answer. I've been in a couple of incidents at Disneyland. The first was when I was in my mid-teens. And Disneyland was relatively dirt cheap to get into. Which, by the way, it is not now. It is very expensive. It's like a hundred bucks. It is very expensive. A day. Per park. Per park. Relatively dirt cheap to get into. My friends and I went and were farting around as teens do. One or two of my friends began messing with one of the characters, some animal with a tail from a Disney film. The tail was springy with what I imagine was a thin metal rod. Oh, shit. I lost my place. Does this story involve poop? No. No. You sound really defensive. The tail was springy with what I imagine was a thin metal rod. One of my friends was bopping it so that it would spring back up. The guy in the animal suit got fed up and got me in a headlock and said if I didn't get them to stop, he'd have us kicked out. They stopped and we stayed. That's so rude. It is. I hate teenagers. Teenage boys. Go go shithead teenagers. Little shitheads. The other was a few years later in my late teens with mostly the same friends. By now we were old enough to drive and have our own cars and we discovered the joy of smoking pot. So there we are in the parking lot getting high in the car before entering the park. All of a sudden, a Disney security guy in a cart, three or four wheels, I guess, pulled up behind us so we couldn't back out. I don't remember much of what happened after that, because pot, but I do know that they called the Anaheim Police Department. The cop, just one I think, showed up. Since none of the pot was mine, literally and truly, Nothing happened to me other than being detained in the Disney security office until my dad could pick me up. Unfortunately, the friend who was driving and maybe one another guy, one other guy, were arrested for possession. I imagine his car was towed and he had to pay an impound fee, but I could be wrong about that. There was a potential third thing many years later when I got a hand job at Disney World, but we got away with it. Ew. Oh. Do you think that their security area is cartoony like the rest of the park <laughs> yeah if it's in disneyland i bet it's kind of nice like, like you, put, you enjoy yourself put like a ball and chain on you. oh my god and they put you in like comically large striped, striped. <laughs> uh, jail attire yeah <laughs> i don't think when i get high i don't forget like he's just like i don't remember anything like that doesn't happen when you get high what are yeah, you, these stories are usually what are you, by people. What are you <laughs> smoking, dude? Out. And also getting the hand job at Disney World. Mm. Classy. Keep it classy. 
keep it classy. It sounds like you just keep going to Disney and uh, getting into like annoying, douchey, gross trouble. Yeah, just stop. Just behave yourself. I kind of, I guess I kind of agree with that lady who was very upset and said that the park maintains like you're, it's supposed to be innocent. Yeah, don't do hand jobs inside the park. That's just gross. Do hand jobs. Don't do hand jobs. Teenagers are all about hand jobs. Okay, hopefully this one's fun. Okay. My final question. What are the strangest amusement parks in the world? Huh? Hey, yeah. Okay, cool. The first one is called the Holy Land Experience. Hmm. It's a Christian themed amusement park in Orlando, Florida, that puts vacationing broods of Jesus freaks smack in the middle of biblical Jerusalem, a time when humans were dumber, the gods were way more vengeful, and women turned into salt just by looking at things. You know, the good old days. The crucifixion of Christ and the torture that leads up to it is the park's biggest attraction, and it occurs six times a week. As a side note, we are all still wondering why Elvis's Graceland tour doesn't have a recreation of the king stumbling to his bathroom and croaking on the toilet during a prescription drug-induced poop. <laughs> poop. Poop. If the idea of taking a child to see a man getting beaten wasn't bad enough, you and your family can take pictures of it as it happens. And there was like an actual picture of people like posing with it. Anyway, second. Wait, so that was all that that was all the same one, the Christian one? Yeah, the Holy Land experience in Orlando, Florida. That sounds like a nightmare. I bet I they're know. I bet they're open and they nobody's wearing masks. It kind of sounds like amazing from like a anthropological standpoint or a sociological standpoint. I might want to check it out because just like it's probably so weird. All right. Well, you go to Orlando and you check that out. Let's do it. Let's let's just drop some acid and go there. Okay. Um, the second one, Bon Bon Land, Denmark's fourth largest theme park, is a psychedelic trip through an adolescent mind as it is riddled with poop and fart jokes. <laughs> <laughs> that will surely make an adolescent on psychedelic on psychedelics giggle themselves stupid. In other words, it's the greatest place on earth. The park was once home to a candy factory that came upon hard times and was forced to close. In its place, a theme park was built to honor the factory's memory and its unique take on marketing candy to children. How unique? Let's put it this way. In America, wholesome and fun cartoon characters are used to sell candy to kids. In Denmark, it's a cow. A cow with boobs. Not udders. Very human and very female boobs. <laughs> but that's not all. They also have a dog that poops and farts and nothing more. These characters are now rides in a theme park. Okay. You can sign me up for that one. <laughs> and I will take acid. You want to go to Bon Bon Land. I want to go to Bon Bon Land and I will take acid and I will laugh my face off. I don't know. It could be a nightmare. Last one. Pedro Land Park. It's actually a part of an elaborate rest stop along Interstate 95, whose website claims it is the home to an observation tower that is over 200 feet tall. The very next sentence says, this is considered to be the largest sign in the world. We took this sentence to our Blurred It labs, this is from Blurred It, and conducted extensive research on it that included doing many different science-y type things with science-y type equipment like Bunsen burners and beakers and such, 
Our data clearly shows that the reason they put quotation marks around the word sign is because an observation tower is not a sign. A sign is a sign. An observation tower is a tall, typically one room structure that, as luck would have it, is not a sign. So this kind of like droned on and on. And I was like, I don't really care about the sign aspect. So I cut it off there. But it did say that it was, I think it's somewhere in like North Carolina or South Carolina. And it's like this super. I don't, it's a super yucky, like fake Mexico place and they call it South of the Border or whatever. So everything is like a caricature and it's just a big old yikes. Yeah, <laughs> I can feel it from here. If it's in one of the Carolinas, like. Yeah, mm. I don't, I don't know if I got that right, but that's what I remember that there was some kind of, let me look it up. Pedro Land Park, South of the Border. South Carolina. Yep. South Carolina. Yikes. That's a hard no for me. Yeah, it's on this list of world's worst theme parks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay, well, now you have some ideas out there for everybody that's sick of all the Disneyland talk. There's a couple of alternatives for you. <sighs> boy, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Let's just yeah, stop it right let's there. Stop it right there. Okay, we've got our question from John this week. If this is your first time listening, our friend John is a master of coming up with crazy questions. So we kind of enlisted him to send us a question for each episode. So for our amusement parks theme, here is his question. Soviet themed amusement park or steampunk themed amusement park? Such a John. I know. Question. So my first instinct is steampunk. Me too. Because it would be like just crazy. But I also am so curious what like a Soviet themed amusement park would be like. That sounds really weird. Assuming it's like safe and nothing fucked up happens to you. I kind of want to see what the Soviet one is like. I don't know. I've gone to like maker fairs and stuff and I've seen all that steampunk stuff. Yeah, I guess like if it's like a fun place to go and it's safe, it would be it's it is intriguing to be like, well, what is that? What, yeah, what could that possibly be? I know. I I just imagine that it's. I I'm just I'm just picturing all the like abandoned porn roller coaster amusement parks that you see online. Porn? Well, you know, it's called abandoned porn. Oh, whoa! I thought you were talking about abandoned porn amusement parks no i was like Where? no it's like people like to see a lot of pictures no of like i know what you're saying like on on reddit like there, yeah. it's like yeah yeah i don't know yeah so i'm i'm picturing some seriously dilapidated shit but assuming it's safe and up to date i go for the soviet park yeah soviet park for me oh surprisingly we agree thank you john for the weird question yeah thanks john well thank you for listening this week that was a weird one yeah well they're all kind of weird they are all kind of weird but you know things happen things happen hope you enjoyed it anyway heart attacks and poop and all sorts of fun stuff. 
<laughs> if you have some better topic suggestions yeah, please, or for the love of God, <laughs> send them over to us or stories about amusement parks or your experiences or bad research you've seen on amusement parks, please reach out to us at we want answers pod at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram and DM us the picture of when you shat your pants at <laughs> we want answers pod. Or uh, you can visit. I was thinking there was <laughs> I stunned an you. There. You <laughs> did. You stunned me. Or you can go on our website and we have a contact form on there where you can, you know, just shoot any old message to us. We want answers pod.com. That's right. We really appreciate you listening, especially if you got this far. And we hope that you continue to come back, check out our other themes. Drop us a line, rate us, and review us. Please, we're the little guys. We're a new baby podcast, and we'd love to hear from you. We're just babies. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Love you. Goodbye. Bye.